Welcome back. In this video, I'm going to be sharing what it is to be a Shambhala warrior. The prophecy, the prophecy that's 12,000 years old that comes out of Tibet. And the interesting thing is, is that I'm coming at you from a place called Shambhala Farm. My wife and I moved here a couple of months ago. And this vision to offer this Shambhala warrior training has been five or six years filtering through me. And just a month ago, we moved to a place called Shambhala Farm. And then it became unstoppable, unavoidable. And here we are sharing this vision, sharing this prophecy of the Shambhala warrior. So there was an ancient kingdom. Some believe it's real and physical and can be found through ancient maps. And it exists in really hidden valleys in the Himalayas, very, very remote. And some believe it's actually mythical and it just exists in the hearts and minds of people. It doesn't matter. This was called the Kingdom of Shambhala. The Kingdom of Shambhala was an awakened society. It was a society in which the people, the culture and the systems were all in coherence with the planet, with planetary wisdom. There was a flow of love and compassion and wisdom and the society was peaceful and flourishing as a result. Now the prophecy states that at some point in the future, this is 1200 years ago, 12 centuries old, the prophecy states that at some point in the future, the world will be teetering on the edge of destruction. There will be great powers who have access to weapons of mass destruction. There will be diseases and famines and there will be fear and division, increased polarization between people, more separation, more anxiety. The world will be teetering on the brink of breakdown and annihilation. And at this, this point, according to the prophecy, the Shambhala warriors will arise, emerge. Now these are not your typical warriors. These are underground guerrilla warriors. You won't even be able to see them. They don't wear uniforms. They don't have typical weapons. They don't have a home ground. They don't have flags. These underground warriors just exist everywhere. And you can only tell them by the way that they live their life. And these warriors have two weapons of the heart, metaphorical weapons, which they wage their war. And one is love. This is the compassion for self and all of life. Unconditional love. And the second weapon is wisdom, particularly insight into the radical interconnection of all phenomena, interdependence, a deep understanding that everything is connected with everything. That if a butterfly lands on my cheek now in some shape or form, it affects a baby that's been born in Italy, which affects someone reading their paper in the outback. Everything is connected. Everything that goes on in here is somehow connected to the outer world. Everything that's going on in the outer world is somehow connected within. You are connected to me, you're connected to everyone, to all life. This is the fundamental tool, the love. The love is, is hot, it's, there's a heat there. It can, it can burn us if it's too much. You know, this compassion, this feeling into the suffering, it can be too much. 
so it's tempered with the coolness of the wisdom, the wisdom that all is connected, all is one. And with these two tools, these two weapons, it's prophesied that the Shambhala warrior would arise, wielding these two weapons and being the change, manifesting, embodying the love and the higher wisdom and rippling out from the heart what is required to shift the frequency, to shift the minds, to open the hearts of humanity so that we can achieve this Shambhala society here on earth. And so this prophecy of the Shambhala warrior, drop into it, feel it, feel it. Feel if you feel it's unfolding. Drop into whether you feel it's possible for there to be the emergence of a awakened society here on earth that is not destructive and not violent and not extractive, but is thriving and regenerative and compassion-based and wise. Just drop into whether you feel like that is possible on earth. You have to really feel the inherent goodness of life. You have to be able to tap into your inherent goodness beneath all the stories. You have to learn how to tap into who you really are and come to that place of not just acceptance, but powerful love and respect for yourself and see the goodness in all people and all beings and all animals and all life forms and the sun and the moon and the earth because that's what we're fighting for. That's what we're fighting for, brother. Tune in for the next video.